2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
1: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
4: Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio Find your local station for the Odd Couple at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
5: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: Oh!
6: Couple, and I'm Chris Broussard live from the TireRack.com studios alongside my partner, Rob Parker. That's right, he is here. And we are brought to you by TireRack.com. And TireRack.com will help you get there wherever there may be. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, particularly with Rob Parker, my permanent co-host, is the way Sports Talk Radio should be. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. For the next three hours, you won't be disappointed. With that said, let me welcome in the man who's been on vacation Rob for a past week. Rob Parker, what's up, man? What's up, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you? I am terrific. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, it's, see it's
4: been a minute, a little while. You had your vacation and right, so I Right, so has it mine. been two weeks? So two yeah, weeks, I was yeah. gone for
6: a week. You Back were to for back.
4: A week? Wow. But uh, that happens in the summer. But uh, all is good. I feel good. We charged. Uh went to uh, Costa Rica with my brother. Wow. It was pretty awesome. Beautiful place, Chris. Um and uh, spent some time in Detroit with friends. Had a little party in Detroit. A and wedding Detroit in Detroit. To Costa Rica. I know that's, that's what it was. It difference. was it was Detroit, <laughs> Costa Rica, back to Detroit, and back to L.A. So
6: why didn't you say Detroit? What a beautiful city! And you know what? Beautiful people there. Beautiful. Chris, in some parts of the city.
4: I'll tell you this, and and you're one hundred percent right. I never, and I told you this story before. I never wanted to live there. I, but this is when I was covering the Knicks, and we would go to the palace of Auburn Hills, you know? Right. You never spent time in the city. And I remember being in the car saying, I would never want to live here. I wound up spending 20 years of my life there. Yeah. Met my wife, bought the barbershop, bought the only house I ever owned in you know, Southfield, Chris. Wow. And you know what? The greatest people in the world, people from Detroit, they are they they're precious. They well, really are.
6: one thing about everybody I know in Detroit,
4: Reps Detroit. No, like, right.
6: they love Detroit, you and, know and I mean? rightfully
4: so, Chris. I, and you know what? You know Jalen Rose is from there. Jamel Hill. Oh yeah. I could go on and on I and on. I went to
6: college with several people. Yeah. Detroit.
4: People. It's a, it's that kind of town. Yeah. So yep. all right, nah, definitely cool. Uh,
6: we got Michael Red joining us at the bottom.
4: He's of the not hour. from That'll
6: Detroit. Be a lot of no. fun. No, no, he's from <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Uh, but let's introduce the iCouple crew and get this thing popping. Iowa Sam is on the ones and the twos. Hold on. To Iowa butt. Sam always rocks the house. Uh, super producer Rob G is in full effect. Oh. Elijah Sabunia, the one and only, is on the social media. And on the updates, our man, the professional always, Steve DeSager. Steve. All right, Rob, um, while you were gone, you know, the big story, one of the big stories in the NFL was Brock Purdy. Mr. Relevant a year ago, keeping his job as the starting quarterback in San Francisco really was never a competition after what he did last year. Once he proved he was healthy enough after his offseason surgery, uh, he was given the job. Um, and then not only that, though, Sam Darnold. Once, you were a big fan of Sam Darns. You, you you thought he was going to really be something special. I was Obviously, right. I said he was going to so throw far. a touchdown
4: his first pass, and he did. It was a pick, but right. it was a touchdown. <laughs> pick six. I said, he, I said his first pass he would be a touchdown. He bounced back,
6: right? He bounced back, had a good game, if I remember correctly. But No, they won that, big. That was a pretty you know much what? the highlight of his career thus they, far.
4: Actually, Chris, if I remember correctly, scored the most points in a Jets opener ever. They, like, scored 40 points. I think it was against the Lions. It was something like that. Oh, like that four. explains it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, even though they're going to the Super Bowl this year, but I have to say.
6: <laughs> but, um, so anyway, he, uh, Sam Darnold, picked up by the Niners, beats out Trey Lance. And then Lance, as the third-string quarterback, is ultimately traded from San Francisco to Dallas on Friday, And Rob, uh, obviously, look, the 49ers back in the 2020 draft was a 2020 Rob G. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it was 2021, but um, the 2020 draft, they moved. They traded three first round picks 2021 draft. I'm sorry. Uh, They traded three first round picks and a third round pick. To the Miami Dolphins, so they could move up and select Trey Lance with the third pick in the draft, Rob. And now here we are, two years later, and they got four starts out of Trey Lance, four nondescript starts, if I if I will, if you will, um, eight games total, and he has been traded now for a fourth round pick in next year's draft. So CBS Sports, Rob, is calling this the worst draft day trade ever and look do I have all the draft day trades ever in my mind no but I gotta be honest I got no problem with that I got no it was a terrible draft a terrible trade no ifs ands or buts about it it was a terrible trade Um, but they are still one of the top teams in the NFL they may have found their quarterback for the next, you know, decade or whatever, in Brock Purdy, and so it, it could they they could be fine. Right now, they're certainly fine. They're a contender and probably will be for the next few years at the least, and they may have their quarterback. So they it's not going to kill them. That's for darn sure. And if they win a Super Bowl, Rob, within the next two or three years with Brock Purdy as their quarterback, or even Sam Darnold, which I think is more unlikely. But if they do it with Darnold, you can't, I mean, they made a mistake and like every team makes some mistakes, but they're in position where it may not burn them. And certainly right now it's not burning them.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I still think it could wind up being the end of uh, both their GM and their coach. If Brock Purdy, regresses, doesn't play as well. If they're looking for a quarterback because it doesn't work out, then it will be like, well, what's going on? Who's making the decisions? Why would you do – Trey Lance didn't even play much college football to make the move that they made. And I'm just saying, if things go go sideways with Brock Purdy. We had a guy from Football Focus, Chris. I don't remember if you were on, Rob G. I don't think Chris was on for that. The guy from Football Focus, you remember – who said that Brock Purdy's numbers weren't as impressive as people make them out to be. Rob G. Can, Sam Munson. Sam Munson, Chris. And, yeah, you were here, right, for that? Do you remember that? No? I, I mean, we've had Sam on plenty of times. But he but talked about Brock Purdy and, and basically saying that they the, when they looked at the numbers and the plays or whatever, it wasn't as impressive because of all the weapons he has. But, anyway, my point is, if 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 they don't miss a beat, Chris, and they keep winning, then you're right. Then then you'll be they'll be good to go, and you'll forget about it because it's not about being right; it's about getting it right. I I subscribe to that. But if it doesn't work out in the quarterback situation, then you could look back and say it was a total disaster because it wasn't just that you got a guy that maybe wasn't shouldn't have been picked there. It's that you gave up so much for him, right. and that'll Absolutely. hurt. That'll hurt you later. You know, it doesn't hurt you right now, Chris, because they got people. But as they lose people and then they don't have those picks, right. that's when it comes back to bite you. And that's when you look at it and go, what were we doing? Who was evaluating? I don't know. If I'm the owner, I'm pretty mad. I'm mad that, that we swung and missed like that. That's not like Chris taking a guy – That maybe doesn't belong in that draft spot, but you didn't move up. You know what I mean? Like you just like 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 people make draft mistakes like that. When you give up three first round picks, you think you got a winner, right? You got you got to feel that great about him to give up that kind of draft capital in the NFL. That's why CBS is calling it the worst uh, draft day trade ever because nobody. I don't know. And Chris, obviously, we don't we haven't done the research. But if CBS is going to write that story, I'm sure they look through a, a ton of draft oh, yeah. trades in order to call it that. So, I'm not going to argue
6: it because right. it was horrible. Like you said, it's not only that they picked the guy right. that at this point, and, and to be honest, for them, was a bust. He he may go somewhere else and play well, um, or he may just be a bu- you know, and, and you wouldn't call him a bust. But for the Niners, he's a bust. Here's the why. Right now, at least, I mean, yeah, is the owner potentially mad? Sure. I mean, and he would have every right to be. I'm just saying if things don't work out. The the fact is, though, with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, a team that had been struggling for the past few years, uh, obviously they had some success under uh, John Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh, I'm sorry, when they got to the Super Bowl. But, you know, they've had great success recently. Been to a Super Bowl, been to three NFC title games, and so yeah, like you said, if it all works out, they'll be fine. Um, especially if you don't hear anything from Brock or from
4: uh, Trey Lance. But which, which we're not expecting. I mean, he's in Dallas, unless no, no, he, well, unless there's yeah, an injury there. or something. And you know what, the Cowboys. I'm not even for a fourth round pick. I'll take a flyer. I'll t- why not? You don't. You don't even know. I mean, at some point, they might say that we Dak. Like, dude, we can't get to where we want. I don't. I don't know. I mean, to even bring a guy in like that. You know, you gotta be in in in. Uh, what's the right word, Chris? Intrigued by to even make that move to even like upset well, the like apple cart. They, they
6: gave it for no, They gave it up for nothing. Right. You know. They. they I mean. And that cost you fifty
4: out. million, Chris. So you might go like, really? Like depending on. But here's on,
6: the thing. I mean, I'm I, look.
4: I'm not saying this here. I,
6: I don't know. <laughs> Trey Lance, he obviously didn't impress the Niners. I mean, obviously. It's one thing for him to be beat out by Brock Purdy. That's bad enough. But when they actually went out and got Sam Darnold,
4: yeah, but I, I, and then he beat you out? I, I think it has to do with that it, there was a split house on, on draft. Even and so, though. Had but here, to be. here's
6: the thing, and you know cause, this.
4: Because coaches have, you know what I mean? They might have gone along with it. Uh, because the GM pushed it, or whoever did, or scouts, or whatever. But push what? Push getting trading him, and then the coach trading was like, "Ah, for, yeah, for Because L- L- the coach trade. ultimately, if that was his guy and he wanted him, he would make it work. You know what I mean? Not, like not if after he's five not games, any good. yeah, just five.
6: Because here's the thing. But here's the thing: you can say, "Oh, he only had four starts," you know, which is true. That's a small sample size. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. It doesn't mean he'll never be a good quarterback because in the four games he started, he didn't do much. But here's the, the problem. He started four games, passed a rating of 73.1, 55% completion percentage, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 159 yards passing in a game. Brock Purdy, Rob, Brock Purdy only started five games. And he came right in. 119 passer rating, 68.5% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, 220 yards a game. And so that's the thing, and I think that's what convinced them, Like, and, and they may be wrong. I, I think Brock Purdy will be good this year, but, you know, it's a small sample size, so we can't be positive. But he played so much better than Trey Lance and neither one of them had a lot of starts. Rob Purdy's first start he beat Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. And his first playoff start he throws for over 300 yards, three touchdowns. So he just made capitalized on the his few options. Sure. And Trey Lance didn't. So but the the stunning part is that they picked Sam Darnold over Trey Lance. So I I think Rob like and you know this with Joe Dumars who said it's not about being, Being right, right. It's it's about, about getting, getting it, it right. right, right. Even if let's say for because there are people out there saying Kyle Shanahan never wanted Trey Lyles. Well, well, I'm just but saying. But even it just if you see like he that. can play, right? Even if you didn't want him, but you see that he can play, you're gonna roll with him, you know. So I, I just think he never impressed them, and we'll see what it, his career holds. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Your turn to weigh in. Simple question. Was the Trey Lance trade the worst draft day trade in NFL history? Not the one with the Cowboys on Friday, but the one in the 2021 draft where they gave up three first round picks, a third round pick for a guy that started four games for him. You'll turn away in with Chris and Rob, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio.
7: The Dynasty Exchange, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, deputy opinion editor.
1: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?
6: Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireWright.com studios. We are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, ATV, RV, and more. All your protection in one place is a wonderful thing. Trust me. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Is your turn to weigh in. Trey Lance, draft day, trade 2021, in which they gave up three first-round picks and a third-round pick for a guy that started four games for them. Worst ever on draft day? Your thoughts?
4: All right, Andy in Virginia, let's kick it off. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Andy?
8: What's going on, uh, Rob and Chris? Appreciate you, Rob. Isn't this your second vacation, man? You got to start wasting that PTO.
4: What? I, I mean, I got to eat it. I mean, I got to use it or then I'm uh, lose it.
8: You know what I'm saying? But No, <laughs> I, I, I think that the worst draft, tra- I mean, it can be bad, but in my opinion, the worst one is when Mike Dickett did for the Saints, trading oh, every Ricky, single pick Ricky for Ricky Williams. And then it cost him his job. And he never head coached after that. Yeah, that was bad. And then we we saw how that turned out with Ricky Williams' career and how he became as a player and whatever personal influences he wanted to talk well, about. Uh, well, really we're,
6: a trip when you think about but, what
4: has happened to
6: the running back position.
4: But now. Andy, like, you know but, what I mean? a- but Andy, the only thing worse than that trade, for real. Sure. Was the picture with uh, Ditka and uh, Ricky Williams in a wedding dress? Okay, that was bad. That was bad.
8: You remember <laughs> that? that? Bad. Well, I mean, that, yes. yeah, I remember that. But nowadays, that's that's the norm. So oh, it's nowadays, <laughs> <that> they <get laughs> it. No, I
4: don't think that's uh, the norm. But I, but the,
8: it's out
6: there though. It, it, it but, ain't but the it's norm. Still but, but I the, ain't like the look. But so. the
4: point was, I get what they were going. But they said. Basically Dicko was married to Ricky Williams. So I understand that saying, but for Ricky to put on a wedding dress and take a picture for a cover that's of a magazine, that's on like you could I mean, say he's them married to, to suggest him. It, I would have said you must I be crazy. It was
6: ridiculous. That was ESPN the magazine too before I was got it? there. Yeah, before I was there, but um for them to suggest it I was get, insulting. Right, right. I, get, I, get term, I get but I get the term. I get
4: right. I get the term, Chris. When you're married to somebody. You know what I mean? I get that. Right. But but well, the actually got to put on to, a wedding dress. To the caller, which is
6: a good point cuz did they give up every pick of that? I mean, they gave up a ton of stuff. Yeah. But here's the thing, Williams did give them 2 100,000 or 1,000 yard rushing seasons. His second and third year he rushed for over 1,000 yards in route. His second year, he only played 10 games. So he averaged 100 yards a game. Rob G. You and ha- then his best years were in Miami. One year he actually ran for 1,800 yards.
4: Well, he also had the bad. the uh, league leading. Who was the uh, rapper uh, who was his agent who had terrible contract? Master here. P. I mean, what you want to Master talk P? about bad, bad everything. But Rob G., you got the terms. What was that
7: trade? Give yeah, me- it was a lot worse than people remember. They traded their first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round picks in the 99 draft. Plus their first and third round picks
4: in the following draft oh, that, that's to get the fifth overall pick for Ricky Walker. I didn't realize it was that bad. That,
6: that's a ton. That's a very that's a good rival. Like I said though, I mean there's no comparison. No, because he had success. Even though success. it didn't work out, right? Because he had success he in the NFL. He did at least right, give right. them some production, which you can't say for Trey Lance.
4: No All doubt. Right. All right, let's go to Kevin in Culver City. You're on the odd couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Kev?
8: What's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Doing good. Good, bro. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, not so great with this trade. I think the significance of this trade is one of the worst I've ever seen. When you look at the the talent that the 49ers in draft, Jamar Chase, who might be regarded as this, this generation's Jerry Rice, Mika Parsons, who's been compared yeah, to could, Lawrence yep. Taylor, and you're you, those are two Hall of Famers. Those are two gold jackets that you said no to. And you look at this regime: uh, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan. These are the same guys. The two same bozos. Who looked at Patrick Mahomes after everybody was yep. buzzing about Mahomes and Andy E was trying to trade up in the Cardinals, and they said, uh, "No, we're good. We're going to draft Solomon Thomas over probably this generation's Michael Jordan in the NFL." Patrick Mahomes. When they traded back to three to get him, when there were rumors they were going to draft the quarterback, they never gave Trey Lance support. Kyle Shanahan never got.
6: Well, he was him. He, he was drafted. the hold on. Okay, I hear you. A few he things. One, 30. there's no guarantee they would have drafted any of those guys, right? And they like many other teams passed up. I mean, Mahomes was the tenth pick. So a lot of the teams passed up on Patrick Mahomes not knowing what he would become.
4: Yeah, but I'm the, but you gotta start to look though, is that they they traded up. This is like two huge mistakes. So I get it, Chris, with the Patrick Mahomes. But then you follow it up by giving up three first round picks for a guy who doesn't play for you. I mean that, that well, that's No, their...
6: I, I'm not saying those weren't mistakes, but I'm saying you, your, your killing of those two has got to be somewhat, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You just got to temper it because the team is great. It's now, not if that. they don't win a Super Bowl, you'll be able to kill them. But the team is great, and they may yet win a Super Bowl or more. So that's the thing. They're still really It good. doesn't
4: mean that they have they, no, made, they mistakes. made mistakes. No, they made mistakes. No, of right. course.
6: Right. But I'm just saying they still got their team in a position to win a Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Michael Red will join us in a moment. But first. Fox Sports
5: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: Our next guest. Former NBA All Star and Olympic gold medalist, one a, a great guy. I covered him when he was in the NBA, and a terrific. If not he was only a bad player, guy, would you say it? But good guy, yeah. Okay. I mean, I might. I would couch <laughs> it, but I would. I wouldn't say he's a terrific guy like Michael Red certainly is. No doubt. Mike, welcome Mike, to up? the I Couple, brother.
8: What's up, guys? So good to talk with you again. Good to hear from you again. No doubt. Yes, good to have
6: you, man. Let's get right to it. Um, Noah Lyles, who just won the 200 meters in the World Championships in track and field, he ticked off a lot of NBA players when he kind of said, why are the NBA, why do they call themselves World Champions when, you know, they're they're winning the NBA, the American Championship, but they're not necessarily – Winning the world championship, and a lot of players from Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, and more, went off on him on Twitter. Now you, Mike, played on the 2008 Redeem Team that really brought back American basketball to glory because we had lost several, you know, world games and letting the, the few years before the Redeem Team. And so I'm wondering you as well as anyone knows how tough the international game has become. Does it upset you as much as it may upset some of these players that that comment about Noah Lyles?
8: Not at all. Honestly, Rob and Chris. <laughs> I, I I actually I don't know if it's worth a response to be honest with you. Now I respect our guys being upset. I do. I get their perspective. Um, you know, I, I don't know if Noah was being funny or, or what, but, um, certainly we know the NBA is an international game and it's, it's certainly global. The top players in the world are playing right. in the NBA. So, uh, I understand what he's saying as far as the Olympics or the world championships are different than the NBA platform that's here in America. Um, but certainly, the best of the best play in the NBA, and uh, I think it's—I think it's—I think his his sarcasm rubbed people wrong, right? The way he—the way he yep. said it, and it's, it's uh, semantics. Was, uh, it's it's but it was like semantics it was, too. You yes. know, we I, I, you know, like 100%. I get
4: it. Yeah, it's semantics. Let me let me do a, the, Michael. Let me ask you this though: the last five NBA uh, MVPs are not from this country. What does that say to Correct. you? Correct. What does that say? Correct.
8: No, it, it, it speaks to you guys' point. Uh, you, arguably the top four or five players, six players in the world are from, you know, Europe. And so right. it speaks volumes of the talent and the depth over in Europe. Um, you know, American basketball is in a little bit of trouble, in my opinion. Why is um, that,
4: Mike? Tell us why. Why is it in trouble and why are we not dominating a game that's our game?
8: Yeah, no. I think it starts grassroots. I think it starts from the beginning, elementary, middle school, high school uh, development. AAU. Um, not a huge fan of the AAU circuit per se, uh, but I get it and I understand. And there's some quality AAU programs out there, uh, but just I think development is is key, right? Skill development um, beyond just being able to dunk and, and 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 shoot threes. I think learning the fundamentals of the game um, is still a, a foundational peace to plan his game. And, and Europe certainly has adopted that over the last 25 years. Um, and that's why they're having the success that they're having.
6: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that, Mike. Um, now, let me ask you, um, you had mentioned, like, you know, the players overseas and, and our game kind of, you know, being in trouble. What do you think um, – we should do, like, how, how should we develop players differently than, you know, we are at this point?
8: That's a loaded question, Chris, that I don't really have the, the full answer to. Um, but certainly, uh, like I was saying earlier, a commitment to teaching the fundamentals of the game. Uh, and, and that starts at the grassroots, you know, and, and kids have skipped a lot of processes uh, to wanting to be great. And it's not all on them. It's actually uh, our coaches in here in America, right? Putting more right. emphasis on L cuts and, and blocking out, and, and bounce passes, and feeding the post, and how to feed the post, right? And, and right. all these new watches to the game that we've lost in the last twenty years that we've we've got to regain. And we still now listen, uh, listen, America. I believe we're still the most talented bunch of people on on the earth when it comes to playing basketball. But but certainly the world has certainly caught up. And, um, and, and in some regards, the world has almost been passed us up a little bit, too.
6: Now, you, you were one of the best shooters in the league when you were in the NBA. And you never took even six three-point shots a game. Which today, no. if you played, you'd probably be averaging about 10 3 I was going to say six six 16. 16 right, three's like, a game. Do, do, I, I mean, you obviously had a very successful career in your era, Do you ever think about if you played in this era, though, like what kind of numbers you might put up when you're not only shooting more threes, but you're shooting threes without any fear of, like, was that a bad shot or the coach might not like that shot? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah, tell me about that.
8: That's a great great point. I think it's a different dichotomy with us, man, because you're right. Even if you made a shot back then – it was still considered a bad shot, and uh, it's hard to gauge. I know a lot of guys would say, "Well, I would kill in this era, and I would do." And and if you're great in one era, you probably would be great in another era, right? Right. Because great players are just great players, in, in my opinion. I think the misconception with Steph is this: uh, when you talk about shooting, because he's the greatest shooter I've ever seen, um, and there's been some tremendous shooters, you know, in my, in my lifetime. But Steph is a phenomenal scorer that happens to be a phenomenal shooter. Right, right, and I, so I think that was the misconception with me as well. Like I wasn't a shooter; I was a scorer that happened to shoot really well, and and so you know it's a different game. The rules changes have changed everything. You know, as far as the physicality, you know, because uh, you get worn down over a game, right, um, with the physicality. So it's it's. I think a lot of the records will be skewed because of the rule changes. There's no question about that, but great players would perform in every era in
4: my opinion. Well, well, you said uh, Steph's the greatest shooter you've ever seen. Uh, You know, there's a stat out there, 0 for 12 in the final 15 or 20 seconds to tie or win the game for the Warriors. He's never made one of those shots. Who would you take at the end of a game, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, or Steph to make a a game-winning shot?
8: Oh, man. Great question. I mean, all three of them are scary.
4: Because <laughs> oh, Ray Allen's hit, like, one of the biggest shots we've ever seen. And Reggie's
6: claim to fame
4: was being clutch. Exactly.
8: I know. I know. And I think I think Ray, I think I think Steph has hit some really crucial shots in his career. I mean, I remember going back to the Houston series a couple of years back and uh, making some massive, massive shots. But that's a crazy uh, stat, though, isn't it? 0
4: for 12? Seriously. That's a crazy it stat. It
8: is. It, it, to me, rod, I don't think he's not not clutch because of that. Though I, I think, you know, he's made some massive shots over his career. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick one, wow. I mean, obviously Ray's my guy, you know, and he's my former teammate, mentor. Um, Ray is so clutch. Reggie, you know, it's hard to pick. I, I would say Ray because he's, he's, he he uh, he meant so much to me, right. you know, in a personal way. But you can't go wrong with either one of them.
6: Okay. Quickly, Mike, and we got about a minute for your answer, and I know it might be tough to condense into that. But you, I mean, like you said, you became known as a great shooter, but I remember you in – because I'm, you know, from Ohio, and I remember you in high school in Columbus and at Ohio State, and you were, as you said, you were a pure scorer, like a slasher, and your jump shot wasn't, like, your main thing, and you kind of – Like, you completely reinvented your jump shot and became one of the best shooters. Quickly, how did you do that, and is it something, I don't want to say anybody can do, but we see a lot of guys that would need to work on their jumper in the league. Do you think, you know, that you could help a lot of these guys, or if they kind of did what you did, some of these guys could really reinvent their jump shot?
8: Oh, I would love to. I mean, I, th- I think my shot was unique because it was, it, people consider it a slingshot, uh, and I was left-handed. But um, I think I think I had to adapt to shooting because the lane was so clogged with big men, right? Different than today. So back then you had, obviously, the Carl Malone's and the David Robinson's and the Tim Duncan's and the Rasheed Wallace's and Jermaine O'Neal's and the KG's. And you had trees in the paint, and I wasn't athletic enough to, like, climb them, right? And so I had to adapt my game from being a slasher scorer to actually being a shooter scorer. And and that's part of the reason why I couldn't get to the rim as easy or as as, as fluid as I used to in high school and college because the lane was clogged. Nowadays, the, the game is spaced, right? right. So <laughs> I don't know what I would do in this era as far as like, the game <laughs> being so spaced, but 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 you had trees that caught – you had a legit four-man and a legit five-man that clogged the lane. So you couldn't right. get to the rim – As easy as you were as the most athletic guys like Vince and Kobe and Mike and all these great athletes, Dominique, I couldn't do that. So I had to adjust my game.
6: Yeah, man, I I say that all the time. You hear people talk about one post-up player, oh, he's clogging up the lane. I'm like, man, there used to be six dudes in the paint when y'all drove to the basket, you know, teammates and opponents. So, hey, man, great stuff. Yes, appreciate uh, you. Thank you, Michael. We'll get you on again, man, for sure.
8: Would love to, guys. Appreciate you guys and love the show. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Mike. Yep.
6: All right, all right. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, Shekel City's next. Keep it locked.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7,
6: All right, it's the I Couple live from the TyRack.com studios. We're brought to you by BetterHelp. Therapy can bring a whole new you, and BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash iCouple. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash iCouple. It's time, folks, for Shekel City. Welcome to
5: Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread.
4: All right, hopefully you saved some money when I was off last week uh, for Shackle City. I do want to announce, Chris, that uh, opening Thursday night, I'm making the largest bet in the history of my life, $1,000 I am betting Kansas City minus six and a half against the Lions, $1,000 bet, first time in my life. Okay. Okay. All right. Here it
6: must we go. To nice
4: to be wealthy. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just don't have <laughs> kids to send to college. How's that? Or an ex-wife to pay for? All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, Checo City, uh, best bet. Braves uh, playing in Colorado. You know, a lot of runs in that place. But the over unders twelve runs combined. I'm going to go under. Braves, Colorado. Uh, The Rockies hosting the Atlanta, Chris, under 12 runs combined. I'm going to take Seattle minus one and a half, hosting the uh, Oakland A's. Seattle minus one and a half runs, hosting the A's. And the Brewers are at the Cubs. Uh, Wrigley Field, total run total for both teams, nine. I'm going to go with the under. Brewers at Cubs, under nine. So there we go. Uh, Braves, Colorado, under 12. Brewers Cubs under nine runs and Seattle minus one and a half. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. You think I'm crazy with that uh, Lions bet thousand dollars to start the season? No. Patrick Mahomes I mean, beats them by seven. I just think so. Seven. Yeah. If it was yeah, 15, look, if it was I, ten, I, Chris or eleven, maybe. Right. I, seven. I expect we, Kansas we City to win by seven. We are on
6: Detroit. Like I think Detroit's going to be good this year, but I I'm I'm not. I have no problem with that bet now. Chris Jones is looking like we'll see what happens, but if he's not there, you know that's going to hurt the Chiefs. But overall, I mean they're they're phenomenal, and obviously Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not mad at that bet. I'm yeah, not mad at that
4: that's bet. what we're going to kick the season off with. So we'll see.
6: Um, Rob, I also think the Jets are going to be good. Uh, I, I think they are going to make the playoffs. We made our predictions for the AFC East. Today on First Things First, I've got them finishing second to Buffalo in the division, but I got them making the playoffs. You're not that high on them.
4: Yeah, I'm not there yet. I need to see uh, offensive line bothers me. Uh, I got to see the defense do it a second year. I got to see how good they are when people are expecting you to be good. There's a difference between the two. Uh, I'm not saying that... uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers won't make a, a difference because I think he will be. I think he's healthy this year. I think that thumb did bother him. So we'll see that. But it's not just that. Aaron Rodgers has put up great years, Chris, and and not done what people thought he would because of other reasons as well. So I, it's just not that easy. And that's why I'm I'm still skeptical.
6: So are you are – you, I don't know if you make picks. I mean, I guess we'll make picks at yeah, some, some point. point but yeah. I don't know how far we go. But do you you think you're leaning toward them being a playoff team or not?
4: Yeah, I, I would say a playoff team, but I don't think nearly as high as people are on them. I you know I'm down on Buffalo. So I'm down on Buffalo. I I I'm not there's something Miami, that just doesn't that feel right. Miami, that division
6: is legit. Yeah, yeah the yeah. vibes in Buffalo are just bad. A, I feel like they got so much talent right? that there will be a playoff
4: And team. the way that they played last year, Chris, the way that they finished, it just left a bad taste in my mouth, Buffalo.
6: Well, you know, I wondered, and I don't know if, if this is right or It's like or not. bad wings or something. <laughs> I wonder if the DeMar Hamlin injury really messed
4: with Changed them?
6: them. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, they finished Rob on a seven-game win streak, but they didn't look bad in the two-playoff Right, Even the play, the, right. They, when they beat Miami, they looked they bad. They didn't look good, right. No. It was, I think it and was so, that. Yeah, him being back might, you know what I mean, give them a boost. Or, But they started off poorly. You know, Stefan Diggs, and it's just the vibes aren't the, the good. The coach, you know, talented. saying it's yeah. no
4: big deal. Not, at first he said it, it was, was a problem, and right. then it was no big deal. Like, it's all over the place. Absolutely. So. All
6: right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked.
0: at work.